Welcome to the One for the Money podcast. I'm your host, Johnny West. I'm a certified financial planner, and here I will teach you the tips, tricks, and strategies I use to help others retire early. This is the easy button when it comes to early retirement. Everything you want or need to know is right here. I'm so glad you join us on the show. Welcome to episode 49 of the One for the Money podcast. I'm so very grateful you've taken the time to listen. This episode is airing in the fall, and during this time of year, for a number of my clients, I implement a powerful strategy called a Roth conversion, which can greatly lower the amount they will pay in taxes during retirement. That way, more of their money can be spent by them and not by the government. In the tips, tricks, and strategies portion, I will share additional powerful tax-saving strategies you may want to consider during your employer's open enrollment, namely health savings account or flexible spending accounts. Well, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. A better life is a result of actions you have taken via better planning. And one of the most important actions one can take is better tax planning. That way you get to spend more of your money and the government gets to spend less of it. We've all made poor decisions when it comes to spending. I know I certainly have, but our spending is still way better than the bridges to nowhere or the unnecessary, colossally expensive, nowhere close to being completed high-speed trains or certain military spending or other countless examples of wasteful government spending that I could share. Sadly, that's our tax dollars at work, or should I say not at work. That's why I love helping clients keep more of their money to spend via tax saving strategies I implement. These strategies are necessary because you just don't pay less taxes by accident, but rather it's a result of executing strategies over the course of many years. That's why I am proactive in my approach to my and my client's tax planning. Roth conversions, when the math works, are one of the best strategies to mitigate taxes. Now, the vast majority of Americans save for retirement in what are called traditional or pre-tax retirement accounts. This money has not yet been taxed. When you made the initial contributions, you did so before income taxes were applied, and you will pay taxes when you make withdrawals in retirement. Consequently, you co-own your retirement account with Uncle Sam. How much you own and how much is owned by Uncle Sam will depend upon what the tax rates are in the future. By only having not yet taxed retirement money, you are trusting that politicians won't raise taxes in the future. While I cannot predict what tax rates will be in the future, It's important to note that we have historically low tax rates here in 2023. In 1960, the top marginal income tax rate was 90%. Today, it's just 37. Also, it's important to note that the federal government is currently running historically high annual deficits, despite the fact that we aren't in a recession. We actually have historically low unemployment at present, and nor are we in a period of war. Those are the other times where we had historically high annual deficits, but not now. We have high annual deficits, but the economy's going strong. And also add to all of that, we have historically high national debt of over $33 trillion. 
all of that excess spending each year has accumulated to over $33 trillion. Just to give you an idea, we, the American people, via our government, between the years of 2022 and 2032, will spend $8.1 trillion just on the interest payments alone on that deficit. And that's according to the Peter G. Peterson Foundation. Now, these give strong reasons why taxes will probably increase in the future. These are reasons why we want to consider strategies to get money moved to never again taxed Roth IRA accounts. It's the reason why IRA and tax expert Ed Slot describes pre-tax retirement accounts as a ticking tax time bomb in people's retirement accounts. Proper tax planning will help ensure that we go into retirement as tax diversified as possible. Otherwise, our tax rates in retirement will drive our lifestyle because of the amount of money we have left to spend after taxes are taken out. As I've heard it said, taxes can be a passenger on your retirement bus, but without proper planning, it could be the driver of the bus in retirement, and you just don't want that. Most Americans have two options. They can hope taxes will be lower in the future, or they can take proactive actions to go into retirement as tax diversified as possible. I wouldn't recommend the former, but help all of my clients with the latter. Now, Roth conversions are a great way to become tax diversified and to reduce your taxes when conditions are right. Roth conversions work just as they sound. You convert portions of your not yet taxed retirement accounts to never again taxed accounts. There are no income limitations, but since you'll be paying income taxes in the year of the conversion, it makes the most sense to complete Roth conversions in the years when your income is lower. For example, if you work part-time in the years prior to retirement, that's a great time. Or if you only work part of the year before you retire, that's another great time, as you will most likely have much lower income during those year or years. Another fantastic time to consider Roth conversions is during the years just after you retire. Now, you'll want to have some savings in the bank to make this possible, but during those years, you could have really low income, which would be an ideal time to begin some Roth conversions. Now, it's especially important to take advantage of these potentially low or lower income years before the IRS requires you to start taking money out of your pre-tax retirement accounts via required minimum distributions, also known as RMDs. For those born in 1950 or before that, RMDs began at age 72. For those born between 1951 and 1959, you need to begin your RMDs at age 73. And for those born after 1960, RMDs will start at age 75. Just to give you an idea of the impact RMDs can have, If your pre-tax retirement account has a balance of $2 million, well, at age 75, you'll be required to take out over $81,000, whether you want to or not. At age 80, with that same $2 million balance, you'll be required to take around $99,000. And at age 85, you'll be required to take out over $125,000 of pre-tax money. Add social security, pensions, and or rental income, and your income and tax rates can jump up pretty high. And that's if the rates stay at their current rates. I just don't see taxes staying low at all. Just how do you complete a Roth conversion? 
Here's how I do Roth conversions for my clients. Using my tax return analysis software, coupled with my financial planning software, I determine what their income is now and what it will likely be in the years to come. This will include income from Social Security, pensions, rental properties, etc. From that, I determine what their tax rates will be now and possibly in the future. I then determine what their top tax rate will be for the current year. As a reminder, not all of a person's income is taxed at the same rate. Some of your money is taxed at the lowest rate, currently 10%. Some is taxed at the next lowest rate, which is currently 12%. And some is taxed at higher and higher rates, currently 22, 24, 32, 35, and 37%. This is, of course, just for federal tax rates. Because each marginal tax rate, 10, 12, 22, and so on, has certain amounts of income taxable at that rate, we may have additional room to fill up those lower tax brackets. I'll provide an example that will hopefully help illustrate this principle. For a married couple that files their taxes together in 2023, their taxable income between $89,451 to $190,750 is taxed at the 22% federal tax rate. Now, if they had $150,000 of taxable income, they fall right in the middle of the 22% tax rate, which is a reminder, which is from 89,451 to 190,750. That means we have $40,750 worth of room in the 22% tax bracket because that's the difference between the upper limit, $190,750, and the $150,000 of taxable income that they had. Now, if we determine that their income in retirement is taxed at 32%, we would want to consider converting a portion of their not yet taxed retirement account at the 22% rate. When I do these for clients, we transfer the funds directly from their pre-tax account to their never-to-be-taxed-again Roth IRA account. It's important to note that you cannot use a portion of the converted amount to pay the taxes. You have to have non-retirement funds to pay for the taxes on the converted amount. Now, some wrongly believe that Roth conversions don't make sense because if you paid taxes now, less of your money would be able to benefit from compound interest growth. If you run the calculations, you know that's just not true. For example, let's say you have $100,000 in a pre-tax retirement account. Now, person A completes a Roth conversion of $100,000 at an average tax rate of 20% and therefore has $80,000 remaining because the 20% is paid in taxes and so they'll have $80,000. Well, 10 years from now, if that grows at 7%, that $80,000 will have grown to $157,372. Let's say person B keeps a pre-tax account of $100,000 and it grows at 7%. And in 10 years, it grows to $196,715. Well, you take away the 20% and you are left with $157,372, which is the exact same amount as the person who converted their account at the 20% tax rate. So whether you apply that 20% at the beginning or at the end, the value is the same. And that's exactly why we do Roth conversions in the years where our income is lower, all while we have these historically rock-bottom tax rates. As I mentioned many times on this podcast, 
I can think of 33 trillion reasons and counting why rates will be way higher in the future than they are now. The person waiting until later is making a huge bet that Congress won't raise taxes. And if that person converts at a rate of 20% and avoids an extra 10%, they would have to pay in taxes. They would benefit massively. There are many factors to consider, but the benefits are significant. So I would recommend you speak with a certified financial planner and tax professional first. Here's an explanation why it may be to your benefit to be tax diversified in retirement. There may be moments during your retirement where you'll need a large sum of money. Hopefully it's so you can take your family on a cruise, buy an RV, or cross a few items off your bucket list. Sometimes it could be for healthcare expenses. If you had to take a large distribution from your pre-tax deferred account to pay for this expense, that could result in a significant tax bill since you have to pay taxes on the distribution. For example, if a client wanted $100,000 to purchase a boat to make family memories, they would also need to withdraw tens of thousands of dollars more just to cover the taxes on the distribution. With a tax-free bucket of money, you can access funds with no taxable implications. As great as I think Roth conversions are, here are three reasons why you may not want to consider one. The first, if you don't have the money to pay the taxes on the conversion, remember, you cannot use a portion of the converted amount to pay the taxes. You have to have that money sitting in the bank. The second reason why a Roth conversion may not make sense is you could be in a lower tax bracket when you retire, although there is no certainty on what tax rates will be in the future. The third reason is if your child is applying to college and seeking financial aid. These Roth conversions will show you having higher income, and so you may want to make your child more eligible for financial aid, but there's something you need to weigh against your child having higher college costs or you having lower taxes in the future. Overall, Roth conversions are fantastic and a great way for us to become tax diversified. Now, Mr. Slot, the IRA and tax guru I mentioned earlier, has a great nickname for Roths. He calls them tax insurance. Why? Because insurance is there in case something bad happens. And as Mr. Slot says, it doesn't matter how much they raise taxes, your tax rate will be zero on a Roth IRA. Well, a better life is a result of actions you have taken via better planning. And one of those actions is better tax planning. Roth conversions are just one strategy. I'll share a few more in the tips, tricks, and strategies portion of this podcast. Welcome to today's tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast, where I'll share a tip on how to further reduce the taxes you pay so you can have more of your hard-earned money to spend. It's the fall and tis the season of open enrollment. I remember well, years ago when I was working at a large corporation, how I would need to review and select my benefits each fall during open enrollment. Important decisions with significant implications can be made during this time. And so it's important you review these and make the best selections to support your goals. One of those choices will be around healthcare and deciding which plan you should select. 
For those that are either young or healthy, and especially if you are both young and healthy, you'll want to consider a health savings account, also known as an HSA. These are associated with the healthcare plans that have a high deductible. And for that reason, Congress has created an investment account where you can save money for upcoming healthcare expenses. Whether they be in the next year or 10 or even further than that, HSAs are an absolutely remarkable because they are the only accounts that are triple tax free. Yes, triple. Roth, traditional IRAs, 401ks, etc., and 529 accounts are only double tax free. HSA contributions are tax deductible and both the growth and distributions when used for qualified medical expenses are tax free. Now everyone will have healthcare related expenses in the future and better to pay for those with dollars that are not taxed. That means your medical expenses could cost up to 37% less, which is the highest federal tax bracket. That's a huge savings. Now, given how impactful these can be, it's important to share who they make sense for. Those that are in good health and don't see the doctor outside their annual physical. If you have a chronic medical condition that requires you to see the doctor on a regular basis, you may want to select a non-HSA health insurance plan instead. I recommend you speak with a certified financial planner prior to selecting one to ensure you are considering all the factors. If you are healthy and have a qualifying high deductible medical plan, the contributions in 2023 for individuals is $3,850. And for a family, it can be $7,750. And for those 55 years and older, you can contribute an additional $1,000. That's a lot of money each year that can continue to grow tax-free. Now, it's important that you ensure that your money isn't just sitting in cash, but that it's invested. Now, some HSA plans I've helped clients with require a small amount invested in cash or other conservative investments so that that can be reserved for in case there's a medical expense. But the remainder can be invested in stock-based ETFs and mutual funds. Over time, this money has the potential to increase further so it can help offset future healthcare expenses. Unlike a retirement account, you can access these funds prior to retirement. If a high deductible plan doesn't make sense for some individuals who consequently don't have access to an HSA account, they may want to consider an FSA or a flexible spending account instead. Now, the only caveat with these is that any money saved in the account typically has to be spent within the year or just a few months after. There is a use it or lose it provision with these, so you want to be careful how much you put into them. With HSAs, your money can stay and grow for decades. Whether you use an HSA or an FSA, they are great strategies for you to pay less for healthcare since the money isn't taxed. Well, again, I hope you found this helpful. And remember, a better life is a result of better planning, which must include tax planning. Have a great one. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that no one builds wealth by accident. If you want to learn more about how to build wealth to retire early, head on over to my website at betterplanningbetterlife.com. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. 
There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Johnny West is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.